0: And good morning. Welcome to the Colt Kaufman Show and Podcast. And on the line with me today is Jen Ward-Hall. And uh, she is in Tampa, Florida. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, Colt. Thank you for having me on the show. And I appreciate everyone listening, and thank you all. Um, My name's Jen, and we have a podcast in Tampa called Your Beautiful Day with Jen and Kim. And our podcast is about Um, You know, it's like a good news podcast. Um, My girlfriend, Kim, who we used to work at uh, the Choice Radio Network, she was my co-host at times. And we just had so much fun. And she wanted to get into film. And I'm the co-director of Women in Film in Clearwater. And so it's kind of like the I Love Lucy. So she's my Lucy wanting to break into film. (laughs) and She's she's quirky and fun. um, She's gone from being, you know, a colleague to, like, my best friend. And she's just, funny. yeah, yeah, she's closer than a sister. We finish each other's sentences, and thanks to her husband, um, he was like, you need to get with Jen. Jen needs you. And I'm thinking, and this is before I knew, and I'm like, we have to get our show going again. And it was, it's just been a really great time with her. And
0: no, she's love, not on the. She's not on the line with us today, though, is she?
1: No, she's not on the line with us today. Um, she's she's working with the diocese, so she's got her little ministry that she's working with today. Um, oh. Okay. But yeah, we're both moms, and her kids are up and grown, and I have teenagers, so it's nice that she's helping me through, like the Jurassic Park, <laughs> the Jurassic Park years. But I'm the dinosaur, and they're the Velociraptors, because. I think it's I, funny. They've I gone from being cute and cuddly. They've gone from being cute and cuddly and little bear and you know, all this all this great stuff to, you know, teenagers and it's like, Oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs>
0: like, well and see I I'm I'm pretty well convinced that that especially and, and I can say this because I have three daughters, um, that um you know you know, when they hit thirteen they get rabies. Some of them will eventually get over. <laughs> Not all of them, but some of them will eventually get over it. <laughs> but, oh, that's funny. Tell about that 13, 14, yeah. I'm at that's
1: 13. That's... I'm at 13.
0: No, 14. Yeah, I'm at 14. Uh, ladies if... be kicking in anytime now.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's like all the after effects from the from the drug commercials, you know. Right. That's worse than whatever ha- you have. No, so far so good. I have to knock on wood. Um, it's a fun show that we have, Your Beautiful Day, that we try to help people. And my hashtag is your blessed, loved, and sacred.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's so, cool. I, I like stuff that's on. this upbeat and positive. What are you doing in the movie right. stuff right now? Right.
1: Um, I'm a screenwriter. So I'm a director, producer. I produce with Firestrike Productions and um, some other production studios around, but Firestrike's my home base. And we've produced a short movie. It's my first short movie. I'm very proud of it. My friends came to me and wanted to do a movie about how their son came into the world. So it's um, it's my friends, and they're gay. And they wanted to let their son know how much they loved him and how much they wanted to have him in their life. And it's a really beautiful story that I'm really proud of. Okay. And from there, we have... Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's family friendly. That's what I liked. I wanted to show the love. They're conservative. Um, They're just really a really good family, and I'm really proud to be asked um, to do something like that and to bring it to life. So I just, they're they're amazing fathers. I've never seen anything like it. They're completely awesome. Um, Is it already out
0: in distribution? Right
1: now we're in post. We're in post. Uh We're done editing. We're putting music to it right now. And um next year or the end of this year it'll be into um some festivals cool. and stuff like that. So at the end of the movie we wanted to have pictures of the real family of the real Alec um Allen and and the family. And it took me a long time. It took me over a year to cast this. I needed the right and it turns out that we had two straight Christian guys playing the part and they were very they took it really seriously because one of them wanted to represent his brother and wanted him to be proud of him and know that he's you know you know a family's family so it was really cool the way everything came together perfectly it was just waiting the whole thing was waiting and Colt I'm I'm patient but man I just kind of kept throwing it back up to heaven like all right. you take care of it in your timing and if we'd have done it beforehand we wouldn't have had the facility that we had it in we wouldn't have had the team so strong i love my crew i always i have like a base crew of people that i use for sound and lighting and um and all of that but the crew that i had for my first ad when i couldn't get what i wanted she was a rock star and I needed her. I'm like, I need you in my everyday life to organize me that well. And it was just, it was, it was beautiful. It was seamless. Even Terry Hopkins, who's my production manager. He's my godfather in film. He's Firestrike. And that's what I call him, my godfather in film. Um, he fell asleep on the set. And I said, Terry, why'd you fall asleep? He goes, Jen, it was the first time. I didn't have to do anything. You, ha- You had it. I'm like, well that's why I'm the director and he goes, No, no, this is the first time I've ever been on set where nobody needed anything.
0: <laughs> like, that's everything. a good feeling. It's it's nice when everything works together and you've got a, a good team with your production crew and the actors and everybody involved. Um I I have acting um a little bit and went and took adult acting class and then the masters class and, and helping out in right. several several different projects and uh, uh actors access and backstage i'm on both of those and i've put in for some things and done a student movie and and i was uh, just cast as a uh, hitman in a cartel movie that's that's being produced um right now and it's it's floating mm-hmm. around the internet um it amuses me because i'm usually in the scene on the things so it's like how cool sure. i am again and it, it's popping up and it's um a movie that's coming out that's going to be called, um, Vixens and Villains and John Hall and, and, um, some people have put that together and they called me up and said, Hey, uh, you want to do the part of the mobster hitman?" But yeah, it makes a, a big, big difference when everybody is in sync when you're trying to shoot the scenes and produce everything. So that's what I've been doing. It's, uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's that's a learning awesome. process. Yeah.
1: I think that's the best part of the industry that people don't understand is that you can you can learn this through the day that you die. Every day is different. The technology is changing. Um, it it keeps your mind sharp. It keeps you on your toes, and it's something that you can do forever, literally.
0: Well, exactly, and see, things have changed so much in technology right now that, um, I mean, a couple of high school kids with a little bit of, of learning and studying uh, have and can go out and produce a YouTube video that goes viral and becomes commercially viable off their cell phones. I mean, it is is just... Right. I use a, right. uh, I use a system called iOgrapher, and I, I had entered in year uh, sixteen anyway the uh, Louisiana Film uh, Prize Festival and uh, submitted to that and was going to do that and that was the year that Harvey came through that so but I had had bought and what I was shooting uh, with and testing at uh, was an iographer system that interlocks with your iPhone or iPad I've got both and it allows you to use full cinematic Lenses on your eye, so it's pretty wow. neat. It's,
1: yeah, yeah. It for is doing, amazing.
0: Yeah, it's good for doing test shots. Um, but young people can get into this now. And my father, I, I actually grew up in the film industry. I have had in in my house because he shot her first. When he was shooting Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so wow, and I reached a point where I'm kind of looking looking back at it, and uh, so I decided I'd get into it, and and I do some I do a, a good amount of writing. I've got some articles that have been published and printed, and I wrote a little small book Make a Better Life Today. Upbeat, it's on the the concept that you can really do anything you want All you have to do is, is decide to do it and be willing go out and do it now, you know, for five years, the way to get there is by starting today. Well that's kinda kinda where where things are on that. And then I decided I had a friend of mine and he says, Oh, you ought to be a sir. People listen to you and, and uh like to get your opinion on things. Why don't you be one of those influencers? It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and here I am with a podcast, and I've only been up and going just, um, eh, really just about thirty days now, and I'm learning as I go, and and uh, I don't. And you, you've got the the meta tags and and uh, hashtags and and stuff to draw people to your your podcast.
1: And it's the I'm business
0: too, side of it, it's right, right, side and, it. and uh, so I and got them up, but now I'm getting a pretty good rhythm on it, and, so. Well, I'm proud of you, Colt. You're uh, accomplishment itself,
1: you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's. I've had a lot of help along the way. Um, you know, Stevens put me in touch with you and a, and a whole bunch of other people, and uh, I am. I love writing.
1: that band. Huh? i I love that man. He oh, was my. He's,
0: yes, he's, yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: guy. know if I. I don't know if I told you that he was my one candle birthday come true.
0: Huh? Did I tell you that? No. Uh-uh.
1: No. So Steve and I go back three years, and this is like um, you know six degrees of separation. When I started out at the choice radio station, um, I actually went in there, and I didn't know if I was going to go or not. I was working with a producer in town who was doing a short movie about a woman having a miscarriage and then having a stillborn. And it was, it was a really hard movie, but I wanted to be a part of it. And so I was, I was the producer and he was the executive producer and screenwriter. And we were going to go on the radio and talk about the movie that he's doing. And it was really cool. And we walk in and I say, it's going to be like Penn and Teller and keep me off from the side and he's just going to be talking about the movie because nobody gave me any information of what they were going to be asking me and I didn't want to be unprepared and I was a little intimidated I have to tell you I was really intimidated and and, um, scared so we get on the air and they weren't even on for more than two minutes and I start chiming in about their zero water or negative water because I just discovered it so I was all excited about talking to him about it. And the next thing I know, they took a hard break and during the commercial break said, hey, little lady, come over here. You need to be sitting next to us and looking straight at the camera. And by the time we were done with our one-hour show, because they they did two hours at a time every day, Um, when they were done with their one-hour show, I had already been pitching my own show. And I left that day with a $30,000 salary and my own show, Monday through Friday from 9 to 11. And I was just told to go, just go. And I like interned four months before I I realized what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it and what my show was going to be about. And I went on all the other, every other show and I camped out and learned as much as I could in that process before I felt comfortable enough to be on the air. And then um, Kim and I had so much fun. I want her to be with me on a regular basis, but she was sales. So they didn't want to take her off of sales (laughs) because they're making money. And I'm like, no, I want her with me. Um, So as much as possible, you know, I tried having Kim with me and we just had so much fun. And so um, after, after it shut down, after the choice radio network shut down, the owner had some serious health problems. And right now he's going through stage four cancer and our prayers are with Keith, but um, it was one of those things where something was missing in my life. And I said this past this past year, December 12th, I didn't have a candle. I didn't have a cake. I had a five-guys hamburger in front of me for my birthday, so I was power shopping with my best friend, getting gifts for my kids. And I said, this is going to be my one-candle birthday wish, and I want to have my radio show back. I want to have it bigger than it ever was, and I want to have the guy that was you know, the the guy that was um, helping them, you know, you know them with all their content and uh, their, their connections and everything, I want that person. And the very next day, Steve contacted me on Messenger and said, do you know who I am and how I can help you? It was like a genie. And I said, no, I don't. I don't know who you are and I don't know how you can help me. And he goes, well, we need to have a phone call. And so I missed the phone call. He said, call me at one, and I didn't call him at one. And, like, one after one, he's like, you didn't call me. Yeah, I need to help you. And it was just like, oh, my God. You know, he got he got the beep from heaven. You know, he got the download, help Jen. And what had happened is I was commenting, Eddie Deason is one of my Facebook friends, and I've talked to him on the phone, and we've messaged back and forth. And he said something funny, and I was a smart ass back to him. And then Steve said something on Facebook, and I commented on what he said on the thread. And it was just on the thread is how how he figured me out and, you know, commented back and decided, oh, my God, I have to call her. And in that moment of talking with him, he put together my podcast show for the next two months.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That is is really good.
1: Absolutely everything that I asked for from heaven. So now I've got the equipment. Kim and I are learning how to use it. Um, we have the we have the software. That's why I was asking you about that earlier. We have the software. We're trying to figure out how to use that. I feel like a dinosaur. I'm like I don't know what any of this stuff means. Um, so it's a learning curve, but it's the funnest learning curve I've ever had.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you, you just have to get in there and experiment with it. I'm I'm going through the same thing myself right now, and and trying to pick up <laughs> and, and learn these different technologies that are out there. Um, right. And it, the irony is, is is that 15 years ago, this stuff would cost you $50,000 to come up with. It really um, would. It makes it a lot, a lot more fluid and a lot more doable for just a common person to be able to do um, without straining the family budget and going broke and doing all that. So it's been kind of, it, it's been a learning curve, and I'm trying to get my numbers up um and and that seems to be a patient process and and I'm working on it but so i've I've got um uh, my website there my facebook page is up and and um uh, got friends all around the world, so it gets a little bit of coverage everywhere. got somebody in Germany listen listening to it um and not sure who that is yet, but hey, <laughs> we appreciate you. Love Germany better well you uh, know what's
1: really cool is that I've got a guy and um I have Marcos that's in Egypt and he's a young filmmaker and he's an editor and he's done some of the really just amazing commercials for dubai um just for the government to um some you know a a short movie and it's really cool because we all network together and well, um. You know, and we – and it's really – it's an amazing thing in the world that somebody – you know, I can talk to somebody from Egypt um, about film, and it's the same across the board. It's the same – we're talking about the same animal, just in a different country. And it's it's a beautiful thing. It really is beautiful.
0: Well, have and we live there. in a day of such technology. I mean, we can, you know um... – we can reach out and talk to somebody in Russia, Ukraine, Australia right. at right. at the drop of a hat whereas 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was an expensive proposition. You'd be talking $3 or $4 a minute and um Completely. Every, oh, you remember those,
1: else. man. Long distance relationships were very expensive back then.
0: <laughs> I um I'm just tired of of not doing anything at all so I decided to get into the acting um, and and do that that's you know despite what people think and, and see it's a lot of both or it can be a lot of both but most of it is mental um, having the right mindset and going in it
1: is.
0: And, and you know it, it's like I go in for this last movie that I did the, the whole crew was there on site for ten hours or so, but actual shooting time, um, an hour, something like that, and that doesn't put the physical strain of on me that you know being out in the field and running all day and and dealing with. So you used to fly yeah. a plane.
1: Yeah, fly
0: yeah, I have a pilot's license, but my flying days are are pretty limited. Um, if if and, and I very well may, if I do fly again, it'll be under sport pilot and it'll be ultralight. Um, but it's likely I probably won't ever fly again. So, but um, and I miss it. I really do. I I'm used learning to
1: really
0: how to fly. Are you? I'm trying,
1: uh, yeah. I'm starting to learn how to fly. One of my friends has two planes. One's an ultralight. The other one's a twin engine. Um, so I I'm so happy and excited. He is an instructor and he instructs okay. people on how to for for King Air, right? And and all the all the beautiful beautiful planes. I love King Airs. But
0: oh yeah, a hundred thousand yeah.
1: dollars. The $100,000 to fill those puppies up, you
0: know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one thing. And, and I used to tell people this, and it, and it's it's funny, but it's actually really, really true. And it's, it's what's happened to general aviation for the most part. I reached a point in life that I could afford an airplane. And I thought, this is a good thing. And then I realized I'd reached a point in life I could afford to fly the airplane. And that, too, was a good thing. But I also came to the realization that I couldn't do both, so I sold the airplane and put the money back in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah! I love to go up on anything that flies. My old flight instructor um, is, was is a great guy, and uh, he's now a commercial airline pilot, so he's he's flying the big birds all all over the world. Oh,
1: uh, I'd love to do
0: that. Yeah, yeah. It it it's uh, that was his his big dream was to log enough hours to get his uh, commercial and and uh, the air transport rating so he could fly uh, the big planes and now he's flying you were talking about Dubois. he was just there a few weeks ago and it posted on Facebook and um, I kind of vicariously get to see these places because he, he puts all his post up when he's in Rome and Italy and and
1: how incredible Dubois and
0: all these other exactly places. So that's the cool cool thing about it. Uh, but it's a and you know we're in an interesting time. Um, we have less pilots now than ever before. There's a big shortage of, of trained pilots because the military is not training near as many pilots as we used to. Um, we've got so much being handled by drones now. But, Anyway, so how much you, time have you got on your post-production before y'all get a wrap on your movie?
1: Uh, a wrap on always. Um, we are hoping, uh, hopefully, by the next two weeks.
0: Oh okay.
1: Um, yeah, we're done completely. We're done. We're completely done with editing. Um, we're just putting in the music, and the music that we wanted. Sometimes music is the most expensive part. Right. Of, of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the song that we wanted was 5000 for, I think we would have it for one year. Um, and that was the Erasure song, Always. And it was, you know, getting the music is, is really hard. And that was their song. Um, always, I want to be with you and make believe with you forever and ever. And it's a beautiful family song. So yeah. we're going to be doing something else.
0: Well, and, and see, I've of, I've looked at that.
1: that, and then we'll be yeah. done, I, and then we'll
0: I've go looked into looked the, festivals. At the music music thing, and and I've looked at it for the podcast, you know, and whether or not I can go on Fiverr and pay somebody to compose some little short thing where I have a consistent background for the uh, podcast, but yeah, you get into the copyright stuff, it gets into sticky, sticky business, so.
1: Well, yeah, because you don't want to have to, you know, ask for forgiveness. They'll, right. they'll slap you with the bill. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Forgiveness, you can get forgiveness, but it's expensive. Uh, but it's
1: expensive. It's Yeah, it's very expensive, and you don't want to go into that part of it. And plus, you know, being in the creative industry that we're in, I wouldn't want to take somebody else's song without sure. their permission for it. Um, knowing, it, and it's a, you know it's a challenging industry, but it's it's an industry that I've loved, and just like you going back to that part of your life, I've done the exact same thing.
0: You know, even this, I, I helped out with a student film and student project that they had going on, and and it didn't pay anything, but it was experience and and it was fun. And I've done a couple of projects that work out that way, um, that you just you just get into them. Um, to get the experience to get a part of a reel put together and and to help people out um yeah. and it's it's amazing that in the same industry that's got so many people making so many millions of dollars, you've got five times that many people not making anything paying money to produce um
1: well. Yeah, and also well not just that. Okay, you get you have to you have to back it up a little bit. There's a lot of actors. I mean, a lot of actors who aren't making any money and we all know them. They're A list, B list, C list, D list. They're they're not on the list, they're on their own list. They're the biggest right. fish in their own town. And there's a lot of actors. You know, that's why they call it the starving artists who you know and they've been on TV and a lot of people think unless you're on you know, the networks, you're not there. And that's not true. They're some of the most busiest people. You know, thank goodness for indie films um, because with a film like if I wanted to spend the money to get um, a celebrity, I'd be able to and that they would be accessible to do so. And it's really neat how the industry has completely changed and it's, it's bringing it into a new light. Well the has. celebrities like you're seeing just aren't celebrities. Anybody can be a celebrity. Anybody can be a personality. But with hiring a real celebrity, a real professional actor, um, and bringing them on, you're able to be mentored, and you're able to be, you know, learn underneath their wing.
0: Yeah, and look at the distribution changes now. Um, Netflix right. and and some of the download. Networks are knocking it out of the park. I mean, they've got a lot of movies out there that are have never, never been, and probably never will be box office movies. Um, And they're out there on Netflix, and people are watching them and and learning who the producers are and following uh, for looking for and
1: following. Yes, because you know, as we know, for women, I'm a women in film for Clearwater i 'm um, the co-director. There were no women directors in the Oscars, none and we 're calling for diversity for everyone, not just for women, but for everyone to be able to crack that good old boy system so in the in the world of indie film, you know we can we can really have an impact. One of the films that I saw that I absolutely adored was about five years ago. I was so happy to see it on Netflix this past year. And it was called Burn Your Map. And I was so happy to have watched that movie. And it was so beautiful and so well written and produced, directed, edited. Everything was seamless. And it was on Netflix. It should have been at the Oscars. It really should have. But at least it's getting seen.
0: And and it's really cool that
1: that can happen.
0: and, And I think people are picking up on that. That, hey, you know what? Let's see what's on Netflix tonight um mm-hmm. and and pull it pull it from there rather than go out and spend forty fifty dollars going to the big box um so it's it's, it's
1: expensive going to the movies
0: sure <laughs> oh absolutely well and and my family owned a movie theater at one time and and the irony of it is we were in a little small town uh Liberty Hill, Texas, and we had a little small theater um that my dad was retired and he he wanted to have a little theater and show old movies, which is what he pretty much did. And uh, it it was kind of ironic because the standing joke in in the movie industry was nobody cares if people sneak into the movie. They back in the day, they really didn't. Why? Well, when you're getting back then two fifty three dollars. For a bag of popcorn that didn't cost a nickel right. to make, um, right. if if they snuck in the door, they were going to leave their money with you at the concession stand anyway. So, exactly. And and the the irony is is that if you look at the real hardcore numbers um, on on the theaters, that if you took out their concessions, they they would not be operating. Um, they would choose not to operate because it would be too hard to make a living. Um, But as as long as they've got concession sales coming in, uh, that's a a major... I mean, where else do people go and spend money to pay three times as much for their soft drinks and and snacks? Um, You know, and And, the, of course, the, the professional um, sports is the same way. Um, you can't get into the game now without spending $100 a head by the time you consider getting in and going to the concession stand. You're down 100 bucks. <laughs> That's it. And, right. And, and, and above. That's just for general public. Um, the days of being able to take your son and go to a ball game for 20 bucks are gone. Uh, long gone. So, anyway, well, I'm looking at the time here and uh, gonna let you get back to what you were doing. I really, really do appreciate your yeah. time and uh, give me your your um, podcast name and, and, and yeah. information so people can link to it and Thank go right you. ahead with that.
1: It's your beautiful day with Kim. And, or Jen and Kim, we're interchangeable, um, and it's on Facebook. So that's okay. our Facebook page, and um, like I said, right now we're in our learning curve, but it's gonna—it's so much fun, and Kim and I have a blast. We finally, we, we put up a video last night, or Monday night, I guess that was last night, or the other night, um, and the video was of us figuring out our electronics, and um, we did a dance, and it was, she decided that she was going to record it, which I didn't know at the time at first. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, But we were so happy that we finally got sound. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally been like one hurdle after another, like kind of like it was in the beginning of Always, and I know I'm not going to have to wait a year at all, but it was a lot like the beginning of Always, and I'm like, okay, we just have to get zen and read the directions, but I ended up I was so tenacious when I really wanted something, Colt. I tracked down the guy that sold me the equipment, and I had him FaceTime me from the store. So he's getting the equipment out of the box, putting it together. He's got a crowd of people helping him around
0: him. <laughs> So we
1: have half the store. That should have been a show in itself. We have half the store helping us going, okay, what does she have now? What wire? And all the wires are black, you know, and I'm like the sea of black in front of us and it's on a black table. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so intimidating. Um we need to color coordinate more with pink or something, you know. <laughs> we need to do girl it up a little bit. Um but it was so cool to be able to, to finally have that taken care of because our our sound guy was having some some problems with his you know, having some problems and couldn't make it. And we were just darn determined that we are going to figure it all out. And that's just, you know, that's just us.
0: Well, and you know what but Murphy's Law of Electronics is.
1: What is as, it?
0: As soon as you have all of this figured out and worked out, yeah, you'll buy something else.
1: <laughs> no, no, we're not buying anything else.
0: Yep. Staying away from the store. It. You'll say, oh, look at that. Wow, that's I No, I saw greatest. the
1: store. No, and, no, and then no, then you,
0: no. Back to square one. It's a learning curve no. all the time.
1: It is. It no. is. If I went with the girly, the girly product, and I'm not going to say what it is, but it's a girly product. It had like, you know, it had like the pink and green and and blue buttons on it, and it was easy to work. Yeah, that would have been easy to work, but I won't be able to control the sound like
0: I want to. Oh yeah, and color color coding is a wonderful thing for anybody. I guess it isn't colorblind. Um, <laughs> I not color blind. I know I've run mine that way. I, I've I've got my live feed as a red wire, so I know that that one is the one to be plugged in uh, when I'm okay. actually going to record. So right. Well too bad
1: you're in Texas, man. You could be here with us, you know, but I'm sure I'm gonna end up, you know, with half the store helping us by the end of the day, so <laughs> doing another FaceTime or something. But it's it's really cool to learn all of this and um and I've never been I've never been so blessed and happy, so I appreciate well, it. And to our listeners, you're blessed, your love, and you're sacred, have a beautiful day. And thank you, Colt, for having me on your amazing show.
0: Absolutely, Jen, and and I certainly appreciate you coming on the show and spending the time out of your day to to talk with us. And uh, this is Colt Kaufman with The Good Life, and that was Jen Ward-Hall. Be sure and check out her Facebook page, Your Beautiful Day, and have a good afternoon.